Yeah. All right. And then for me, I saw A Star Is Born. Uh, I'm a Lady Gaga fan myself. Okay, hold on. Time out. Time out. So before the show, you told me your your fiance wanted to see Venom. Whose idea was it to watch A Star Is Born? Uh. Okay. So. I don't know. Uh, Anyways. Welcome to episode 73. This episode 2 is see we talk about Venom vs. Little Monsters, October Gaming Treats, and the quest for Oculus. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. You really had to take a drink right before. <laughs> yep. Wow. Anyways. Uh, I had Jason's Deli today. What's Jason's Deli? You guys have Jason's... Uh, Jason's Deli's kind of like a cafe uh, in a way. Um... They have open bar salads, just like the other salad places, but they mainly focus on like New Orleans style, like deli. Okay. Eh, mm-hmm. I don't think we have one right here. Or at least I haven't heard one around here. Yeah. They they usually have like muffaletta bread, which is this giant uh, New Orleans style poppy seed bread. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very dry, but I, I, I only had it once, but. I usually order all the other stuff. Well, I'm sticking to my uh, just carbonated water because last week I was sick. I was just coughing and then that aggravated my asthma. And now I'm taking this, which is rare for me. Yeah. I haven't seen you use that like since middle school. Yeah. I only use it when like my asthma acts up and that's only when I I'm sick or uh, allergies. That's the only time it acts up. Other than that, I'm fine mm-hmm. year-round. Mm-hmm. Um, so on to more topical stuff. I okay. pretty much done my costume. Just need to finish the uh, gold part. Cool. Yeah. So are, are you using uh, spray paint or uh, uh, are you painting with brushes? No, spray paint. But I did make the mistake of using the enamel spray paint. Um, I wasn't really thinking at the time. I was just kind of thinking, mm-hmm. ah, of course, shiny, hard, whatever. But then I realized, oh, I kind of needed to be flexible. I should have gone latex. Yeah. So, oh, well, lesson learned, but at least it's still, it works for its purposes. Huh? Well, you can actually use acetone to take it out if you nah, really need to. Not, well, I'm scared of what's going to do for the foam below it. What have you been doing up to this week? Nothing really much. I, I'm just getting uh, some of the graphics done for the wedding and oh yeah, uh, doing, doing little minor things. But other than that, I think uh, that's pretty much it. It's leading up to the wedding pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, so for anybody that watches the stream later on or listens to the episode, we are going to be taking um, the week of your of Anton's wedding off, just because mm-hmm. we have some stuff to prioritize. Uh, yeah. So you you <laughs> might you might see a week or two delay on the the uploads. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton, uh, ready to get into the news? Yes, let's get into news. All right, Anton, for our first news, I'll pass it on to you. What's going on with Oculus? So uh, there was a Oculus um, convention. Uh, they, 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 had a, they had the founder of Facebook come out, which is Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, he came out and he was talking about some of the new stuff that they're going to have. It, it's a keynote that is similar to Apple style where uh, Steve Jobs or Tim Cook would come out and talk about some of the new stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, he unveiled that there's going to be a new Oculus um, product called Oculus Quest. 
and it's pretty much going to be added to the lineup of three of the VR headsets that are currently on the market right now. Uh, the first one that we already know of is uh, the lowest tier, which would be the Oculus Go. I love it because it's so convenient and it's so simple uh, and it doesn't really need to have wiring or anything. And then I also have the Oculus Rift right here, which is used the cable and it's a little more bulkier than the Go, not as portable. But I mean, the stuff that you get out of this mm -hmm. is so much more better um, because it uses the hardware from the computer to power all the stuff that you're doing. Right. And on the go, it basically uses a, a smaller scale. So kind of like what you get on your phone, mm -hmm. but on, on, on uh, its own device. So the Quest is an upgrade from the go in a way where you get to actually have these type of controllers called touch controllers. Okay. Yeah, and uh, they're very light, and they kind of give you this feeling of you're actually holding onto objects. So that's why they call it the, the Oculus Touch. So this new version of Oculus is called Quest, and it's a combination between Go and the Rift. So it's taking the simplicity of being wireless okay. and not being wired to anything from the go. And it's also taking some of the technology that is advanced that is on the Rift. So it's inter intermediate. Yeah. So it's kind of like an in-between model. Mm -hmm. um, the cool thing about this one is it has cameras that are on the, the, the visor itself and it scans the whole entire environment. And the crazy thing about it is that, you know, when we went to try uh, that VR experience at um, The Void. Yeah, Secrets of the Empire. Yeah, Secrets of the Empire, which is a Star Wars um, uh, attraction that we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this one, it scans your environment of what you have at home. And you can actually walk around your whole entire house to like go shoot or play tennis. It scans and it says, hey, you have enough room to play tennis. Or, hey, you have enough room to play whatever. And it, it it's more immersive. So it, it's, it, it's partially augmented reality. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And because uh, right. right now, the, the Rift, it has to use like these, these little cameras, uh, camera stands. I don't know if you could see it here. Um, it uses these to track where, where you're in the room. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So the Quest has those cameras on there, so you don't need these anymore. Mm -hmm. It just scans the whole entire room for you already. No. Oh. Uh, what's the yeah. price point? Uh, the price point was really surprisingly uh, uh, not too bad. And I know that you wanted to get a computer just to play like these games. No, you wanted me to get a computer just to play those games. Hey, no, 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 no. You actually no, no. said you wanted I to said, buy one. No, no. I said I wanted a standalone VR system. I didn't want anything I had to plug in. No, in the past no, you said no, maybe you, no, you no. might get a PC. No, no. You were telling right, me to anyways. get a PC or to get a, get a PlayStation. I'm like, no, I don't want to get, I don't want to pay uh, 500 <laughs> for the VR system and then pay an extra thousand for something else. All right. So anyways, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so this uh, VR headset is really cheap. It, it, I, I, I would think that it's it would cost the same amount of money as what you would get for the Rift, uh, which is uh, the Rift right now, I think it's $699. And then you, with the controllers and everything, I think it's an extra $100. Uh, but this one alone, it's only... Um, I, I think you would probably get a kick out of this. It's only $399. Okay, that's not bad. That's console prices. Yeah, console pricing. Yeah, that's and good. and these controllers are going to be included too. So, yeah, I hope so. Um, higher resolution, and I'm I'm guessing it's going to be super clear. Uh, and yeah, it's pretty much future proof because what their main goal is to have games in the future to be available on all systems, uh, all VR off, systems. First off, I hate the term future proof. Especially of how fast technology moves, and it's hard to predict where the technology is going to go. No, no. Well, I, it's future proof in the sense of like for developers. Okay. Because you know, like uh, usually it, when it developers get, it make gives video games, range. it gives them more range to play around with stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, when developers make games, let's say like you know uh, the Rift, it only works for the Rift, but doesn't work for the Quest. Mm-hmm. And maybe some games work on the Quest, but doesn't work on the Go. You get what I mean? Yeah. So they're compatibility. Yeah, they're yeah, they're they're working on the compatibility issue and um yeah, that's pretty much what they're focusing on right now. So hopefully next year we're gonna see a whole lot more. Uh this one's gonna be coming in 2019. There's no specific date yet, but I'm hoping that it's probably gonna be before summer of next year. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm talking. Uh moving on to other news, real quick, some since we're staying on tech and augmented reality, mm-hmm. Snapchat is notorious for coming up with uh, special filters, not just for like you know year round, but specifically to promote movies. And Venom is no exception. They have released a Venom augmented reality. So you know that poster where it shows uh, the Venom. It shows half Venom and half Eddie Brock. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be the filter. So it's going to show like your face and then the Venom uh, suit covering you i thought they've done that for other movies too yeah i'm saying they've done it for other stuff i'm saying like this Uh is no surprise like it's no exception for venom to to get its own uh ar Uh filter yeah i think that one of the first ones i i I really liked was the power rangers one where you can become uh one of the rangers oh yeah uh the creepiest the creepiest one was the bob marley one (laughs) that was partially racist (laughs) yeah uh let's see what else is new so, uh, it's a bit, I would say a bit of sad news, but it was kind of expected. Uh, this week, Chris Evans announced that they finished wrapping up, uh, well, at least they finished wrapping up his parts of Avengers 4. So, that is it for him as Captain America. He said he's done? He's done. He says he wants to leave. He wants to leave on his own uh it, on his own control instead of being forced out of a out of a franchise and that was it for his contract too mm-hmm. so we'll see how the captain america storyline ends i'm predicting he's going to sacrifice himself to get the soul stone but the question okay. but the question is who's going to sacrifice him <laughs> <laughs> that that's a really tough uh situation that he's going to be in well because okay um, think about it he's always hinted he, he's always talked about sa- being the sacrifice mm-hmm. um 
you know, the, the... And he's always doing what's right. Well, okay, I mean, okay, Captain America, uh, the first Avenger, uh, mm-hmm. they're in a boot camp. They threw a grenade. What did he do? He jumped on it. Jump in. Yeah. Yeah, he jumped on top of it, sacrificed him before he had the superpowers. Uh, the next time in the Avenger, the first Avengers movie, you know, him and Iron Man didn't get along. And he said, like, you know what? You're just egotistical. You don't care about the team. It's not about you. You know, if uh, something tells me if uh, you wouldn't lay yourself down on the wire to help your uh, help your teammates. And Iron Man sarcastically says, no, I would be the guy that cuts the wire and makes room for everybody. <laughs> but so he's he's always hinted about being the sacrifice. So I think that's how his story's gonna end. Mm-hmm. So it's sad to see him go, but uh, that's just how it is. And uh, I mean, they've gone a long way. It's been almost over ten years with uh, his story. Yeah, well, I mean, he it started with him, right? Oh no, it started with Iron Man, followed by yeah. Captain America. No, uh, I don't know. No, the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. not, the, not the Mark Ruffalo one. No, the the other one. Yeah. The, the well, Nor- it's it's still Edward part Norton. of the MCU. Yeah. Is it, the Edward Norton one's part of the MCU? Yes, sir. They, because at the very end of the movie, you see Tony Stark oh, recruiting. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Eh. Mm-hmm. Pass. <laughs> I still don't <laughs> like the, the the individual Hulk movies. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And that's it for news, Anton. Uh, you want to go into your segment after this? Sure. Let's get into my random segment. All right, Anton's <laughs> random segment. What you got? All right. So, yeah, uh, I don't think we ever talked about this before, but uh, um, I mean, I've been thinking about it lately because I've been thinking of a destination to go for uh, honeymoon. But uh, besides all that. I was thinking of, you know, destinations where I would like to go. Okay. Um, are there any other countries out there right now that uh, you've always wanted to visit and uh, but you haven't got a chance to? Uh, Japan. Definitely on top of my Japan. list. Um, okay. The UK in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of travel through there. And I think Germany. Germany would be another one I would want to go check out. Okay, so let's start with Japan. So, what really draws you to Japan? Is it the culture, the food? Um, a little bit of what is it? I just like that it's a little bit of everything in such a small area. So, you have cities like Tokyo that are seen as the future of cities. They're very clean, mm-hmm. they're advanced, they're organized, in the, they're, they're constructed in a very specific way. But, you know, within a few miles, you also have stuff that's older than the freaking United States. You have things older than parts of Europe. It's And the culture is so different than what it is here. We've take, The United States has taken bits and parts of the Japanese culture, but it's just still so much left there to see. Yeah. So I've been there once before. And you're uh, like, man. A long time ago. <laughs> you're like, it's all right. No, no. It's, it's probably one of the coolest places that I want to keep coming back to. Yeah. I uh, just really haven't got a chance to do that yet. But um, when I was there, it's, it's a very interesting culture. I really enjoyed it. And 
The reason why I want to co- go back there is I want to do more of the the, the eateries because uh, okay. I love ramen. Ramen's gotten so big in the U.S. right now, and I don't think uh, um, you can get a simple pleasure of eating a bowl of ramen as to you know um, uh, any of the other foods that are out there. And so, it's, and uh, it's just so much variety with ramen too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean. Hokkaido is a very famous place for uh, a lot of the ramens. Um, Fukuoka is also one of the cities that have uh, uh, the elite uh, ramen makers there too. So, yes, something like that really draws me to to the whole entire culture where I want to go there and and try those type of foods. And of course, you know, it's a given, sushi. Yeah, I would say, like, you know me, I love my seafood. Sushi or, Mm -hmm. like, cooked fish, whatever. Like, I love seafood in general. Yeah. So, um, I mean, is there any other thing that you wanted to check out in Japan that really stands out to you? Because I know for me, I would like to check out, you know, the the game centers, uh, the arcades. I want to see the Pokemon Center. Oh, that too. Stuff like that. Well, I want to, okay, I want to see the giant Gundam statue. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, But I think most of it, too, is I kind of want to see the more uh the touristy areas the the fish market kind of thing try to like just Tsukiji market i I think they're closing that very soon because uh they're they're moving it elsewhere but where else am i gonna get my whale (laughs) whale and dolphin uh Uh, i don't know about that (laughs) yeah yeah all right so uh your your other place that you were talking about is uh the uk I, I've never been to the UK. Have you? Uh, no, I've flown over the UK, but never actually been there. Uh, but yeah, so the closest you've been was Barcelona, right? Right. So we flew over like Greenland, Iceland, the UK, and then landed in France. And then from France, we connected to uh, Spain. Yeah, I think for me, like if I went to the UK, I don't really know what I would look forward to i mean of course london bridge big Ben. yeah that's the thing in the city i would definitely do more of the touristy things uh i would definitely do Mm -hmm. like the the hogwarts or not the Hogwarts, the the harry potter tours and stuff like that yeah uh but actual film set yeah yeah stuff like that maybe oh not top gear anymore but before i wanted to check out like a top gear recording um but you can still do the grand tour but yeah, but they keep rotating. Anyways, well, actually, no, they they finally set up shop. Never mind. Last the last mm-hmm. season, they finally stopped in one place. Um, but yeah, but besides like London, I would want to check out. I think uh, Ireland and Scotland are like beautiful like country areas that I kind of want to see. And I know I think it's Ireland that has this thing about like uh, mythical creatures. Like they believe in uh, elves. Oh no, that's a uh, Iceland. I think Iceland's the one that believes like an elf still. Yeah. So I like definitely want to check. That's crazy. Like that. Yeah. Like they they construct yeah. they construct roads specifically to avoid uh alleged like elf like protected areas. Like you can Google you can Google it and see like a road, and then there's like a boulder in the middle, and they go around the boulder because they think the boulder like is a, uh the home of elves. <laughs> it is the weirdest thing, dude. Yeah, I I think that's that's something that I, I would probably look forward to too. I mean, I've I've never really knew about that too. Um, would you recommend watching like a certain show that 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 you know that that talks about these uh, myths? Ooh, 
I know I saw it in a show. I can't remember which one it was. It was either... I think it was Destination Truth where I saw it. Destination Truth? I think okay. so. Yeah, that makes sense because uh, uh, on Expedition Unknown, which is um, one of uh, Josh Gates' new show. Yeah, like the second iteration uh, there, of the show. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of things that, that really draws to me too. Like a, a lot of the, the King Arthur stuff. Yes. That's something that I probably want to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's it called? I think like the Mount, like Avalon. That, like there's actually like a mount mm-hmm. and like, there's allegedly mm-hmm. a plaque where King Arthur lay stuff like that. So, yeah, I thought I thought that would be something that I would probably be drawn to. And then for food, it's pretty much all I really know is shepherd's pie, fish yeah, and chips. That, the, the, yeah, the 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 food is definitely nothing. I not something I want to check out that much. Um, mm-hmm. But the alcohol, though. <laughs> Oh yeah, the like, beers. Yeah, well, like I definitely the warm you, beers. Well, okay, the, the you know the hard liquor, uh, the Guinness brewery that they have there, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of thing. Like it'd be more of a, 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 a sci-fi slash alcohol tour for me. Yeah. All right. So uh, when are we uh, planning our trips? Uh, considering you have to do your honeymoon first, I think that should wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you and Julie picked right. spot yet? Uh, not really. We're we're aiming for um probably sometime by the end of the year because I mean this season's a little cold. Yeah. So we're uh, we're aiming for either by the end of the year or early next year. But we're we're pretty much set in stone on it because uh, we set aside some money for that. Yeah, because I know, I know well I know a lot of friends that have gotten married they they wait a year before they have their honeymoon just to save up money and recover a little bit after the wedding. Yeah. So. All right, Tom. All right, dude. All right, let's get into gaming. All right, so for gaming, you know I love fall for multiple reasons. I love Halloween. I love Christmas. I love the food of Thanksgiving. But also because this is when some of the bigger bigger titles for video games comes out. Mm-hmm. So we've already had uh, Forza Horizon 4 being released in October mm-hmm. 2nd. Uh, next up, I believe yesterday, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which has really gotten my eye. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, Asse- takes place in the um, Egyptian no, 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 Roman, Roman days, Roman times. Yeah, yeah, Roman Empire. Yeah. So I want to check that. The the scenes look amazing. The graphics look great. Stuff like that. So I really want to check that one out. Uh, next one up, we have Call of Duty Black Ops Four coming out October twelfth. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I think Black Ops is the only. Call of Duty that I still would want to play. Mm-hmm. Modern Warfare has taken on... It's gone way too far out there. They can't get... Yeah. It's no longer modern now. It's future warfare. I think they, 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 they set the dates way too far apart from each other. I think that what they should have done was uh, gradually, slowly, you know, transition uh, like, you know, probably one year apart instead of going like 10 years ahead in time. Or five years ahead in time. No. Where, I mean, there's new weapons and everything, of course, but then the gameplay is totally different because so, they're trying to. Yeah, but the thing add is, more stuff. even in the game Modern Warfare, they messed up because some of the tech they have there is just. It is not used in Battlefield now. It's all prototype or concept. So yeah. I think they kind of push themselves a little bit too far there. So technology does not advance that, that uh, fast in Warfare like that. So next year. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be much of a difference. 
Yeah, because I mean, uh, they got uh, advanced mo- uh, warfare where it's like you know, in like a I uh, exoskeleton suit and they're like jumping and yeah, no, it got too, it got too Halo-y for me. Um, they even had yeah. a scene where you're fighting in a starship protecting uh, a, a battleship in space. Yeah, yeah. So it just got too much for me. Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of you know the the developers who who made those games, but then uh, yeah, it, it's I I rather just keep it simple uh, to what people like, and I think right now it's all about battle royale style well, games. Well, you know? I'm seeing the theme for myself because not only am I uh, curious about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm also excited about Red Dead Redemption Two coming out this month on the 26th. Yeah. I can see that. I know you're a very big uh, Red Dead uh, fan. Yeah. So I, I still have not been able to find out if the Red Dead Redemption one is going to be solo player again. I think that's something it's, they missed it, out. It's solo, it's solo player, but also it is... Uh, you, can pl- you can play as packs. You can actually okay. meet up with friends and, and Make a posse. do... Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I think the first one, I don't think there was any multiplayer from what I remember. Uh, th- there was there was that zombie mode, remember? No, but that was a multiplayer. That was all. Su- that was, it was just a story mode by uh, oh, yeah? Zombie Land, yeah. Hmm. So we'll see. Uh, the other bit of news that I saw, uh, Looper released a list of the Overwatch characters listed from worst to best, and I thought this was appropriate hmm. considering that we're kind of going back into uh, the Overwatch game. Mm-hmm. So to spare you, because there are like twenty six character characters right now, I'll just say the top five. Okay. Uh, number five, Anna. Of course, healer. She can heal it from a distance. She's deadly. She's a sharpshooter. Uh, number four, Farah. Mm-hmm. How many times have we been annoyed by Farah? Yeah, I think Farah. If you use her right, I mean, because she uses jetpack to get into the air, and if people can't really counter her in the air or shoot her down she's a really big threat yeah and i think and a lot of people don't want to adjust to counter her uh yeah. i just like what they wrote about her uh i feel ferris uh jason radness is self-explanatory right like she's a beautiful six-foot lady who's a who is also an alive jet fighter she's starscream if if he was batman if you don't understand why that's great then you and i have a fundamental difference as people hmm <laughs> Uh, number three, Bastion. He's a freaking mm-hmm. giant machine gun robot. Yeah, and he he needs shield. If he doesn't have shield, he can be taken out very quick. But he's very powerful. Similar to Pharah, though, yeah. only if you specifically target him. Because if not, he will mow you down before you do significant damage to him. Yep. Yep. Uh, number two, Orisa. Mm. Same thing. She's a good, she's well balanced. She has shield. She's not the strongest mm-hmm. character, but she is persistent, and her shields regenerate quickly. Yeah, very well balanced that character. And I'll let you guess at number one. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a tank. Is it Ryan? Nope. Oh, is it Winston? Nope, it's Diva. Diva. Okay. Yeah. Same, okay, I can see that. Well, same thing. Diva's been a very popular character from the beginning, both for gaming purposes and also cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh okay yeah that makes sense because uh we, we've seen her logos everywhere and we always see uh people playing uh well 
in our terms, it would be Baby Diva or just regular Diva out of the mech. Well, and that's why she's she's a strong character, and she's not only does she have a lot of health and able to counter several guns, stuff like that, and she, and she doesn't have to reload. But she essentially has two lives. Yeah, you can do a a crazy amount of damage for her mech, but once she's but no matter what you do, she's gonna have a second chance as a baby diva or I don't I hate that term yeah. baby diva. She's called diva, <laughs> out of mech diva, whatever. Um, with a powerful gun, it, her gun is insanely overpowered. Yeah, and it's very similar to uh, Mercy, which is a healer. Uh, she she has that same type of uh, style of gun. She's very yeah, very the, precise, very rapid shooting. Uh, there, I'm not gonna lie. There are times when I'm playing Diva where I wish they knocked me out of my mech specifically so I can fall back and just start taking headshots. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, that was the top five of them. Uh, and in case you're curious, the worst one was Roadhog. Oh wow. Well, okay. I, I'm wondering if that's because maybe he's been changed over time, or now with the new characters, he isn't as effective. Yeah. It, it sucks that you know he reels the some of the enemies in and he can't one shot anymore. No. So when he reels people in, he he has to take the sh- second shot in order to kill uh, the enemy. He has to he has to be a team player now. You have to you have to pull enemies into the group. Your one shot is not going to kill them, but do enough damage to the rest of the group can easily finish them off. Mm-hmm. Which is really different than when, how it used to be, where he can just be a freaking tank by himself. Yep. True. All right, Anton. Uh, I, I'll put a link on our website for this article because I don't think we want to go through all twenty-eight. Yeah, of course. All right, Anton. Uh, next segment. Uh, let's finish up with uh, movies. Go. Okay. Let's get into movies. You know, Anton. You would think by now I had learned to prepare by pulling up the box office numbers. <laughs> but it's always the one thing I forget to do. All right, so it's okay, we we got time. We we only have like a couple minutes left until uh, the stream ends. That's fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, actually, how long are we going? We're on. That's ah, fine. We have plenty of time. All right. Mm-hmm. So since we're recording on Saturday, uh, we can actually review the start of the weekend and see which was which was going first. Uh, number one right now, Venom. Making thirty two point seven million. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, A Star Is Born with fifteen point eight million. Number three, Smallfoot with thirty one point. Eh, I'd say four million. Uh, number four, Night School with thirty. Uh, let's say thirty eight million. And in fifth place, The House with the clock. Uh, the House with a clock in its walls. That's the stupidest name ever. With forty nine point five million, yeah, not 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 a bad start for Venom this week. No, so I okay. You know what? Let let's just go into that that first uh, topic there. Mm-hmm. You you're the one that told us about what the the Lady Gaga fans were doing, right? Yeah, they they were raving on how bad the Venom movie is. Yeah, and. That's, and that's a sucks because as somebody that likes reviews to kind of give me a baseline, I hate the critic reviews because sometimes they're overcritical. I know that's kind of redundant. Um, mm-hmm. 
so I usually go off the audience reviews because you know you go based on the fans, how uh you know the people that actually care about the the source material or the characters, see what they think about it. So you would say Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but the audience score, right, would be uh, but, your source. But since I would say the Last Jedi, that's changed because people are starting to skew those numbers on purpose. Mm. Yeah. So, like I said, like uh, Lady Gaga's Little Monsters, what the, her calls her fa- or her fans call her, or her their fan her fans call themselves. They've been just posting bad reviews for Venom even before the movie was officially out. Yeah. <laughs> Which sucks. I'm like, dude, really? Yeah, but let, let's get your input on it because you, you've seen the movie uh, yesterday, right? Last night? Yeah, I got to see So, yeah, tell us about what you thought about it because I'm really curious on, on, on your take because, I mean, I've, I've seen so many mixed reviews on it. The people who are big fan of comic books uh, movies or comic books in general mm-hmm. love the movie. And then people who, you know, are film buffs, they didn't really like the movie. So I want to hear your point of view. Okay. So with Venom, it's okay. Let's start off with the the decision made to turn this into a PG-13 movie. Last Did it minute. work? Did it work? No. I think it suffered from it, but clearing that, it still was good. Tom Hardy was great. I I don't understand what people were kind of mocking him. Uh, he did have a New York accent. This takes place in San Francisco, but it makes sense because Eddie Brock is from New York, uh, where Peter Parker was. Um, mm-hmm. they went to school together, so it makes sense. I love that level of detail that they you know that Tom Hardy was one to put into it. Even before Venom was introduced into the movie. I was enjoying Eddie Brock. He was he was a character he cared about. Um in a lot of comic uh, comic books, um uh, animation, movies, Eddie Brock has always been the equal. In this case, yeah. he is uh regular he, guy. He's an average he, Joe. He, yeah, he's an average guy. Um he's dedicated and determined, but you know, he's not perfect. Mm-hmm. So I, I I love what Tom Hardy brought to this one. Uh, the voice of Venom was weird at first, but I got used to it. And the level of humor in this dude was spot on. Like, it, it was enough comedy in it to get good laughs out of it, but not enough to uh, make it make the movie feel kid, like a kid movie or or silly. Yeah. So I think my only issue with this is the character development. So the character development, do you think it was a little rushed or? That's the thing. So something happened in the middle. And I say the the transition between the second act and the third act. And Mm -hmm. I feel that was something is missing from that because of the edits they made to it. It it wasn't mm-hmm. a smooth transition. It felt very odd considering the development of the character at the beginning. Nice, steady. You're, you're winning over the audience. And then the action hits. You're still with it. You're you're digging Venom. You're digging all this stuff. And then the conflict hits. And there's a disconnect there. And I, I, I really can't get into it without you watching the movie. So I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I would say this is a C+. 
It's not an amazing movie, but I like it more than the any of the other Spider-Man movies, with the exception of Homecoming. Better than uh, Spider-Man Three. <laughs> Again, better than all the Spider-Mans except for Homecoming. Oh wow! Okay, that's a lot to say because I mean, Tobey Maguire first and second Spider-Man was pretty good for me. Yeah, yeah, but I think this is mm-hmm. if you com- if you put them all all the Spider-Mans in a row, I think this is this is like in the second place. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm probably going to check it out this uh this coming week and uh I'll give you my quick input about it and we'll probably say a couple more things about it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. And then, then for me, I saw A Star is Born. Uh I'm a Lady Gaga fan myself. Okay, hold on. And... Time out, time out. So before the show, you told me your your fiance wanted to see Venom. Whose idea was it to watch A Star is Born? Uh Okay, so I don't know. Uh, anyways. <laughs> no, it's just that, um, yeah, I'm a big fan of Bradley Cooper, yeah. and I've always liked uh, a lot of the movies he's in, especially the Academy Award winning movies. Uh, I'm a big fan of stuff like uh, American Hustle, uh, Silver Linings Playbook, um, and a lot of the other action movies that he was into in before, like Limitless. So I'm a big fan of, uh, um, his acting so that, that's why i really wanted to see uh his movie and i know that uh, uh dolby um experience is only limited to a certain amount of time so i want to see the in that before uh, i see venom in uh dolby when it's available so well you gotta listen to the music right yeah dude the, the music is probably one of the best things about the movie is is the original the original uh, songs from this movie and uh, a lot of the the some of the music is written by uh, Bradley Cooper himself Ooh. and surprisingly he has a pretty good voice for just an actor who, who who's never really sang before in a movie or anywhere so. I, I'm trying to remember does he normally have like a southern accent or is was he putting that on for the movie he, he put that on for the movie okay. because I mean it's yeah, you know, country singer type, yeah, rock. You know, you gotta have something there. So, yeah, so he had to do that. Yeah, but he he doesn't. He I think he's a Philly guy. So oh, I didn't know that. So he's a city. Yeah, he's he, a city he's boy. On the, he's the East Coast guy. Uh, same thing with uh, Gaga too. She's East Coast. Um, I think Lady Gaga and and uh, Bradley like their chemistry is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it worked so well together. I mean, at the very beginning, it felt a little awkward, but I mean, they they had to do it because I mean, they barely met. Because at the very beginning of the movie, he just met her and he's already hitting on her and she's already falling for him. So, I mean, they had to do certain things to to make it work. And after they got to a point where they started getting comfortable, it was just set sail all the way through through the whole entire movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I was sold uh, with Lady Gaga's acting. She's really good in this movie. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever seen her act except for SNL skits. Yeah, and she was also in, I think it was American Horror Stories. I still haven't I seen it. I think it was the Hotel one. I still haven't seen it, but I do want to check it out. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're starting their last season now, right? Yeah, I think so. Which I want to see now that I know there is an overarching story and there was a planned um a planned overall like a whole story 
a big picture thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, sorry, didn't mean to divert there. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no problem. So overall, I mean, it's a great movie to watch. I mean, the the story is very powerful. Uh, you get to see like you know um, the breakdown, the the whole um, character arc of what he's trying to do with his life, and he he was trying to do good uh, throughout the whole entire movie, and we could see what what he was trying to do we were rooting for it and uh yeah it's it's very interesting because uh sometimes when life moves on you just have to accept what you're you're getting into uh some people can't really uh take it in like that they always reminisce like you know the 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 old days and they can't really move on because they had such great times yeah yeah so it's one of those movies and um yeah, but overall, it's a it's not really a remake because they have four versions of the movie. Uh, there was one that was in the, in the 20s. There's one in the uh, 60s or 50s. And then there was one with Barbara Str- uh, Streisand in, uh, I think, 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then uh, the first one was about acting. Second one was music. Third one was music. Um, but this one was... Uh, uh, music also but there was a lot of different twists on this one so it's a, a a separate story on its own it's not really affiliated with other ones but yeah okay so before you give a rating quick question mm-hmm. how long did it yes. take you to get overseeing lady gaga without makeup or anything crazy on how many scenes uh like, without makeup or like how how long did it take you to like to line just go okay this is gaga and stop going oh my god that's gaga <laughs> <laughs> Because um, in the trailer, I didn't recognize her. It wasn't until like, it showed like, Lady Gaga. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of her pictures online and stuff without makeup, okay. so it wasn't any surprise to me. But, I mean, she's got the natural beauty that she doesn't really show as often as uh, she should. But mm-hmm. uh, I think the only reason why she has a lot of makeup on and and people always see her with makeup on is because that's pretty much her signature yeah. look. Yeah. And you know she has to do that because she's Lady Gaga. Yeah, so. that's that's the character yeah. she's built. All right, Anton. So what would you give it? Uh, I'm gonna give it a, a an A. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I would give it a B plus, but uh, this movie really delivers, and I, I think it's probably gonna be um, listed as one of the uh, Academy Award winning um, movie. I mean, not for Best Picture, but you know, probably Best Music. Um, Stuff like that. Follow so. follow up question. Did you yes. already buy the album or the soundtrack? Oh, I did not. Okay, I did not. Are you? But going I to? mean, the song's always stuck in my head for the past couple of days, uh, and yeah, there's a, there's a uh, yeah. I think it released yesterday for the album, um, but uh, it'll probably be on my iTunes. All right, very soon. Uh, so before we wrap up, there was one bit of news that I almost mm-hmm. forgot about. Uh, a while ago, we mentioned that Bad, Bad Boys 3 has been greenlit and they would be working on it. Uh, yes. Variety released uh, an update about three days ago saying that they have a a release date set for early 2020. So in about a year, a little over a year, we're going to see uh, Bad Boys 3 coming out. Wow. They're looking for a Martin Luther okay. King weekend to, uh, release there. Not bad. Considering the guy greenlit like what, like two months ago, mm-hmm. for them to already have a script and have everything laid out and have a timeline in place, 
mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, they they have to uh, move as fast as possible because uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith is aging. <laughs> well, Martin Lawrence, yes. Will Smith still looks the same somehow. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Anton. Oh, by the way, did you see him uh, do the heli bungee? Uh, yes, I did. I saw it on his on his Instagram. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't I, know what he was doing at first until he showed the the far away shot. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Yes Theory. Uh, have you seen some of that? No. What's the Yes Theory? Uh, yes Theory is a a show on a channel on uh, YouTube where they always say yes to certain things, you know. Okay. Um, and uh, let's say they go up to a random person. They say, "Hey, let's uh, let's go on an adventure." You know, uh, uh, if you say yes right now, I'll I'll put you on the limousine. We're gonna drive to this place. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do that. I just need you to say yes. That's and then they kidnapped. say yes, and then they, huh? Well, that's how you get kidnapped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, that's the whole point of the show is to 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 say yes, and then have crazy things happen. So then these guys basically challenge Will Smith. Like one day, one of the guys woke up and said, "Hey, let's challenge Will Smith to a heli bungee challenge." And then he replied with a video saying, "Yes, he will accept the challenge." And then uh, he would do it for his birthday. So that's what happened. Uh, okay. I, yeah, it seemed yeah. kind of random for him to do, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I, I was at home, and I think Julie was cooking dinner or something. And then yeah, I went on YouTube, and it says uh, now live. So I watched it live. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. All right. All right anyways, that's pretty much it. All right. Let's wrap this up. So, Anton, if people want to say yes to supporting us, how can they do that? They can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and purchase some stickers, t-shirts, and uh, if there was something that they heard about on the show that they would like to purchase, they can click on anywhere on our show notes, maybe even the banner. Uh, Don't have to buy anything. They can buy other things if they wanted to, and it gives us a little kickback. Sweet. All right. And then you can also follow us on social media at the2oc on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can send us an email to mail at the 2OC.com. And don't forget to give us a five-star thumbs up on your favorite podcast listening app. That way, you know, it helps support us indirectly and also helps to find, find us uh, some new listeners. All right, Anton, anything else? Um, Buy some beer. Click the button. Oh, yeah, the beers. Mm-hmm. Or bubbly water. All right. Mm-hmm. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Have a good long weekend, guys. Later.